Welcome to Manufacturing Talk Radio. Welcome everyone to Manufacturing Talk Radio. I'm Tim Grady and I am here with Angela Thurman. Angela is uh, with Thurman Company. We're going to talk a bit about Thurman. And she's also with Women in Manufacturing in the third largest chapter. They happen to be located in Texas and we'll be interested to hear Angela's plans for that particular chapter. So Angela, welcome to Manufacturing Talk Radio. Thank you, Tim. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, good. We're excited to have you. So share with our listeners a little bit about Thurman. So um, Thurman Co. is my uh, company. Um, I am in Houston, and I own a project management consulting firm. So we offer our clients a um, a number of services around and related to project management, including contract management and supplier management services as well. And our niche is um, the highly regulated industries like aerospace and automotive, uh, pharma tech, and specifically the small to medium-sized manufacturers that likely do not have an in-house project management office. So we believe that everyone deserves excellent project management services, and we're here to help those uh, smaller companies that uh, need project management services from time to time. It's a big deal, Angela. I agree with you. Project management, when you don't have it, means you really struggle with implementation. Uh, They say genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. Yes. (laughs) So you're the key to actually getting things done. (laughs) We like to think so, yes. We we find that oftentimes... um, in those smaller companies, project management does exist, but it's often uh, shoved off on the shoulders of uh, personnel who aren't trained in project management. And so they have to take on these added responsibilities when they really don't have the knowledge or the time to take on those responsibilities. And that actually slows down the implementation of the projects that are really necessary uh, for the companies to succeed. So whether it's um, a, a product development or an ERP implementation or just some sort of lean initiative, um, because they they are not uh, aligning their resources properly or they're not bringing in a consultant, uh, they're not achieving the best results. And that would be easy to see how it could slow it down with everything that's on people's plates. And having a good project manager is absolutely key to hitting the milestones and maintaining the timeline and getting the right end result. So I congratulate you with that. And I also know that you're involved with women in manufacturing. So share a bit about what got you involved there and where you are. Well, it's an interesting story about how I got involved. It, again, relates to project management. (laughs) A a good friend of mine was giving a a presentation to the Washington State chapter of Women in Manufacturing. And so being a good friend, I wanted to support my colleague um, as she was giving this presentation. And once I attended that meeting, I thought, well, this is a really awesome group. I wonder if there's a similar group in Texas. And I found that there was. 
So much to my delight, I was able to locate the Texas chapter and uh, begin to attend some of their events. And I found that they had an opening for the role of secretary. So they selected me to be their uh, mm -hmm. secretary and I uh, joined the board of directors and I served as the secretary for a couple of years. And recently I moved into the role of treasurer. So I'm now the treasurer and the membership director for the Texas chapter of women in manufacturing. And both of those roles involve numbers and um, um, analytics. And so they really fit with my engineering background. And those are things that nobody else wants to do. <laughs> so, so I gave up the, the secretary role uh, uh, to someone else uh, who's very capable and, uh, and moved into the role of uh, treasurer. Well, that's excellent. Now, what do you see happening in your neck of the woods in terms of you know, how is business doing in Texas? It is growing. And uh, we have so much uh, manufacturing that our existing base of manufacturing is growing and more manufacturers are moving to Texas. So we have a feature in our WIM Texas social media uh, platform. So on a regular basis on LinkedIn, for example, we'll have a social media um, post that we call Here We Grow Again. And we feature um, a new manufacturer that is moving to Texas or one of our um, hometown team that is growing. And uh, those are some of the best uh, posts. We get excellent results on those those posts. So whether it's um, in the oil and gas industry, in the medical field, in the semiconductor field, uh, it just, it's across the board. So everyone thinks of Texas in oil and gas, but um, they're usually surprised to see how much automotive we have in Texas. So just off the top of my head, we've got GM, we've got Kia, we've got Toyota, um, we've General Motors. Um, so we've got a huge base in, um, in automotive and industries that support the automotive field, but we've also got um, a wonderful base in, in semiconductor and um, the products that uh, are then related to semiconductors like printed circuit boards, printed wired boards, um, and all of that industry. So very high tech as well. And, and then things like um, Dairy Farmers of America is headquartered here in Texas. Uh, um, um, cot cotton, we, people don't think about Texas as being a major producer of cotton. But, uh, but it is. And uh, so we're very happy to continue to see the, the growth of um, American grown uh, textiles. Uh, yeah, that's and, excellent. Yes, so. Well, that is, a, sorry, the, the, I'm excited because with the dairy industry, because I grew up with Elsie the cow, that's Borden milk. Yes, Borden uh, milk. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm real uh, familiar with that. I, I hail from the state of Wisconsin. So I uh, mm -hmm. love Elsie the cow <laughs> from my youth. 
Now, yeah. here we grow again. Is that a Thurman Company effort or a WIM effort? Oh, that's a WIM effort. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I want to talk to you about that a bit offline because I think there's some opportunity for us to work together on that one. Wonderful. For those of you who are not familiar with our monthly publication called Manufacturing Outlook, which is at manufacturingoutlook.com, we feature manufacturers and what's happening in manufacturing. So uh, Angela and I will have a conversation about that. And we'll see if we can get some more information out to all of our readers about what's happening in Texas, because Texas is is booming at the moment. I know that there, you know, there are a lot of areas that are struggling, but it's always in pockets. So I'm glad to hear Texas is doing well. Mm-hmm. How's Thurman and Company doing? What's what's happening with Thurman Co? So we, um, as I said, we focus on those high tech um, and highly regulated industries. And one of the reasons that we we target the highly regulated industries is because of my own background in aerospace. And um, so when you come from a highly regulated industry, it takes a lot more to um, to manage those projects. You have to be cognizant of all of the regulations. For example, any type of product change has to um, pass a number of inspections and qualification testing before it can then be produced and um, and and sold uh, for for the um, OEMs. So things as simple as um, let's say a, a factory wants to have a lean initiative and um, re align their their manufacturing production line. Well, that all has to be documented and the um, the OEM and sometimes even the, um, the let's say it's a, a, a US-based uh, OEM, you may have to get FAA sign off as well because it is a change that could impact um, air safety. And um, it seems it seems like it's a, 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 an overabundance of caution, but when you think that you remember that people's lives could be at stake, and so if you if you make a change, you have to you have to make sure that the date that the change is cut in is documented, even down to the serial number of the first products off the line after the change is cut in. Everything has to be carefully, carefully documented. Um, if you change suppliers of any uh, subcomponents, um, all of these things have to be carefully documented and even the publications that support the product. So the manuals all have to be updated. and. Throughout all of this, you're working with your team, your engineering team, your production team. Your um, if the if the product is repairable, you you have to work with your um, repair uh, team. Make sure that the capabilities list is updated. All of this has to be. Um, you have to work together on this, and the same thing is true for other highly regulated industries as well. And 
So it takes a special amount of rigor to work with those kinds of manufacturers. And so that's part of what we bring um, to the table, um, the knowledge and that rigor. And I'm so- just, I'm just curious, Angela, because I've done some project management work, very light grade, not down to your level of rigor, and that's the right word for it. Uh, and we're not endorsing a product here. I'm just curious what Angela uses as software. Is it something that's typically uh, the company has created or is it something that they bought off the shelf? Oh, I, um, I use a, a, a very common off-the-shelf product, but, um, but I have created templates huh? for, for all of this. So I'm, I'm a PMP and, and I make sure that all of our projects follow the PMBOK guidelines so yes, we do charters. Yes, we do project management plans, communication plans, risk management plans, all of those sorts of things to make sure that um, we're following the best practices. And the Gantt charts and the PER charts. <laughs> yes, all of those things. <laughs> well, those are all important pieces of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. Now let's flip back over to WIM for a moment. Sure. You mentioned that WIM is the third largest chapter. Where are they headquartered in Texas and where do you see it going? Oh, so Texas is the third largest chapter within WIM. Yes. And um, we, we have um, multiple regions within the state. And each of those regions has a regional director that is responsible for the members within their region, planning events, answering questions, those sorts of things. Um, so we don't have a headquarters per se, oh. um, but we have large congregations of members in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, in Houston, of course, in San Antonio, along the coastal bend, um, and, and again, as an engineer, um, I use our membership roster each month and create a heat map to show where our members are congregated so that we can better serve them. Great. Now, I just want to get in so that we don't miss it. How people get in touch with Angela? Um, my email address is Angela at ThurmanCo.com, or they can always reach out to me through LinkedIn. Great, great. And do you have a website, thermanco.com, right? That's correct. Terrific. So that's another place they can begin the, begin the conversation. Yes. Uh, Angela, the uh, manufacturers within WIM are all women-owned businesses. That's, Is that right? No, that's not, not Oh, correct. interesting. So WIM also has a large uh, membership of, of very large corporate members. So... Um, uh, BASF is a corporate member, a large corporate member um, with a large membership here in Texas. But then like Dell, um, just about every large corporation you can think of might be a corporate member of WIN. And we, on our website, we have directories of our individual members and our corporate members. Ah, okay. Good stuff. But you spend, do you spend a lot of time working with women-owned businesses to help them in their operations? Absolutely. Absolutely. 
And we have a number of resources available um, for um, both corporate members and individuals. And we have a lot of training available uh, for our members as well. And what's the focus there? What's WIM's focus for uh, women in manufacturing? To to support, promote, and inspire women who have opted to take a career in manufacturing. And that can be the women on the production floor all the way to the C-suite, whether you're a, a business owner or an employee. Great, great. And we've had the, the pleasure of interviewing a number of women in manufacturing, and it's not the dark, dirty, and dangerous grandfather's manufacturing plant. Uh, they're mostly these days clean rooms or darn near that level. De- uh, definitely. So that's it's fascinating to see. And what is happening in terms of WIM and Manufacturing Day? I know I'm reaching out several months here, October mm-hmm. of 2023. Have you got plans for Manufacturing Day? We do. So we have actually launched a Tiger team specifically for Manufacturing Day here in Texas. And we, pr- we plan to host simultaneous plant tours across the state and um our um our cornerstone uh member is going to be pepsico so we Ah. have uh we'll have simultaneous tours in houston um and in the dfw area um in uh, mesquite and in san antonio and then we'll have tours um in other um, plants, other manufacturers, and we're going to involve the uh, ind- independent school districts and and their their uh, students, particularly with mechatronics. And um, we're we're just we're just going to bust it out. And oh, it'll, be, it'll be an explosion for Manufacturing Day here in Texas. Well, for listeners and viewers, uh, our mission as Manufacturing Talk Radio is to get helpful information out to manufacturers, things they can really act on. And that's why we have guests like Angela on the show, who fortunately gets to talk about Thurman Co. In, on the one hand and women in manufacturing on the other hand. So we're not afraid to let a name drop like PepsiCo because they're involved in manufacturing in a big way. And they're involved with WIM. So we're glad to hear what you're doing for Manufacturing Day. It's an important day for the industry that has really taken off. It is. It is. So we're we're just we're just really super excited. And and yes, we're starting now to plan and and get uh get a, everything aligned and just make it as exciting and, and big as we can. Oh, that's great. If uh, you want to speak directly to manufacturers that are not members of WIM, Mm -hmm. uh, what would you like to share with them about why they should be members of WIM? Because it it is an opportunity to to support women who are in manufacturing. It is a great way to take advantage of the um, the learning that's already been curated for employees. So, for example, if they don't have um, an ERG um, or 
an employee resource group to develop this kind of training for them, they can, they can take advantage of this training that WIM has developed. And it, um, it creates a community where all of their employees can learn about the advantages of equity in the workplace. And um, it's just a great way to network with other manufacturers to learn about best practices in a number of areas. And it's, it's, it's just a, a great community. And I have learned so much from the other um, chapter leaders about practices that we could employ in our chapter. And the, the guest speakers that they have at Summit, um, which is our, our annual convention, um, it's, it's just a fantastic community and um, a great way to, um, to support the industry. Our experience with it has been very positive, and we've been very excited to work with them in the past and have guests like you on the show. And we'll be doing some work in the future with Wim and with Angela. So, Angela, thanks for joining us. Thanks for sharing about Thurman Co. Thanks for sharing, sharing about women in manufacturing. It's been a great conversation. Oh, thank you, Tim. I appreciate the opportunity. We appreciate you being here, and we invite guests from manufacturing to join us on Manufacturing Talk Radio. We want to thank each and every one of you for joining us. And we're on every week. We've put out hundreds of shows. I think we've crested over 700 now. So you can find us certainly at Manufacturing Talk Radio on YouTube and at mfgtalkradio.com. Again, thanks for joining us on this episode. That's our show for today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please like and subscribe, share on social media, or leave a review. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Rumble, or your favorite podcast app. Visit us online at mfgtalkradio.com for our other episodes. We have also included links to our advertisers below. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.